Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Alright, 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 welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. Thank you for being a listener, thank you for being a subscriber. And if you've already reviewed and rated the show, whatever you get your show, then thank you for doing that. If not, come on, let's go, rate, review and subscribe to the show. We have a brilliant show for you this week. I always endeavor to provide you with real value for your time so that when you give your time to me to listen to what I have to say, that you come away with something that makes a difference for you in the quality of your life. Not just some insight, not just some aha moment, and I trust there are plenty of those too. But the ultimate game here is for you to make whatever changes to your life, whatever transformations you're out to have happen, for you to make them, okay? So, like I said, this week, you've probably seen the the subject of this week's show. So you've probably already got some sense in your mind as to what this show's going to be about. It might be an accurate sense that you have. It might be an inaccurate one, but let's get right to it, okay? So... I want to talk to you about why you can never go back in your life. And by the way, this is true not only of your life, but life in general, society, you know, whatever. You can't go back. And it's something that I hear a lot from people. You know, I want to get back to the way that I was when I was in my 20s or my 30s. I want to go back to that time in my relationship when we were blissfully happy. And I want to go back to la, 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 right? On and on and on. And people often start with, I'd like things to go back to the way they used to be. Which in itself, by the way, is a constraint. You're trying to replicate something you're locked in with. You're burdened by the notion or the idea of whatever you thought used to be. But most human beings, when they take on that endeavor, forget the most important thing of all. Human beings in general are constantly evolving, constantly shifting, moving, adapting as we make our way through this life. So the past that you're trying to get yourself back to, whether it's, for an example, to get back to a time in your relationship when you were happy in that relationship, that happiness 
was the evolution of something you had created previously. Now, it's important that you listen to the words I'm using here. Something you had created. You'd created this situation for yourself. Not like that situation was you trying to capture something you'd done before. No, you were creating something new. So the past that you're talking about was, in fact, a change from the past that had been before that. So the time that you're trying to get back to was an evolution of an earlier time. So you're constantly evolving. You're constantly creating and evolving and creating and evolving, which, by the way, should never be confused with. You're not creating in a giant spectrum of, of imagination. You're creating within a very typical constraint. So whatever you and your life have evolved to at this point, it's been in a pretty definitive spectrum. You can only ever really, until you do the work, of course, like this isn't, you're not, it's not like your fate or something to just to continue to evolve on this spectrum of you that you've become. You do have the potential to evolve in a whole new and surprising and inspiring way which is a lot of what I'm talking about to people. Like this is, you know, I talked about this in fucking last week's show. You're not who you've become, even though you're pretty convinced that you are. Now, you can't go back. There is no going back because back then was even an evolution of what was before that. You can only ever let your life unfold into the future and live your way through that. And the more that you try and recapture the past, and remember, whenever you're talking about the past and whenever you're thinking about the past, it's a cherry-picked version. It doesn't include all the shit. It just includes the bits that you want to focus on. So, no, you can't get your relationship back to the way it was. Say that again for those at the back. You cannot get your relationship back to the way it was. And if you need to go back to the start of this fucking show and press play again and listen to everything that I was saying, and if you need to do that eight times, 10 times, 12 times, 15 times, then you should do that. I'm really not out to give people little aha moments so that it can tickle their fucking fancy. I'm really out to give people a, a philosophy, a way for them to live their own life, a place for them to get grounded in this kind of profound understanding of self and how it works. And you can do all of that if you're someone of spirituality or faith or whatever. You can do all of that alongside what I'm talking about. And this is really understanding yourself at the most basic human level, not a psychological level, like I said, not a spiritual level, not a faith-based level, but in a very kind of profound and, and fundamental level. So there is no going back because what was there 
was completely a product of what you'd created, given what had been around before then. And the more you try and go back, in my view, the more you try and go back to a time that you've romanticized, by the way, in your fucking head, the more you try and go back to that time, the more fucked up you get. Because like I said, that time was a creation. You're now trying to formulate a recreation, a Disney-fied version of your past. I've been to Disney. It's fine, but it's not real life. And I like it. It's fine. You know, kids like it. It's all good. Awesome shit. Not real life. Main Street Disney is fantastic. Couldn't fucking live there, though. Too much dancing. But anyway, that's another thing. So I want you to understand here that your attempts to get back to your old body, old kind of job, old career, old relationship, old connections, old this thing or that thing, are all a complete and utter waste of time. A waste of time. You're going to end up frustrated. And even those of you that have convinced yourself you have managed to get back to a time, you haven't. You have, in fact, created something new. Right, you've heard the phrase, no man ever steps in the same river twice, right? Because the river changes. It's not the same fucking river. It looks the same, but it's not the same. But it's not the same man either, or woman, or whatever you identify with. Not the same cat. Looks the same. Not the same. So then what do you do? What do you do if you remember those fucking times in your past when you were like, you know what? That was a good fucking time for me. That was a good time for me. I, I liked who I was then. And I don't like where I'm at now. And I get it. I understand. It's natural. One would look at that time and be like, oh, I just need to go ahead and do that again. No, because like I said, when you did that, you weren't trying to do that again. One of the frustrating things, I guess, for me is how people completely diminish what I regard as their superpowers. As a human being, you, and I really mean this like right between your fucking eyeballs right now, you are imbued with superpowers. I know it doesn't feel that way all the time. I know it feels like life is going the way it's going and you're just fucking ambling along with it. But you do have superpowers. You're like everybody else. You've been caught up in the mundane. You've been trapped in a, in a slipstream of bullshit and complaining and blame. I'm including those of you that say, yeah, oh no, I'm always accepting responsibility for the, I know, but you wear it like a badge of fucking honor. There's way too much ego attached to it. It's like a chest out. Oh, I'm taking responsibility. But in the back of your mind, you're saying, and you're not. <laughs> it's like my people pleasers. You're not a fucking people pleaser. Come on, man. That's right, you're not. You're a manipulator. That's right. 
let that in for a moment. You only do it so that they think of you in a certain way, so that you're seen to be a certain kind of person. Why it frustrates you so much, why you get so fucked up by it, is because you don't always get back what you think you should get back for that, which is something like appreciation or adulation or admiration. So when you don't get it back, you resent and get pissed off, sometimes angry, and you blame them because your plan for them never worked. That's called an inauthentic attempt at making a difference. I don't get fucked up when people don't respond in this way or that way. That's their choice. I'm only out to make a difference, not get a reaction. And, that, you know, that's my life game. And you can get, this isn't a hop and a skip and a jump here for you to use your imagination. When your life is a true expression of who you are, there really is nothing to get back for it. You don't need anything. Because you're living your life. It's not about the money or the accolades. It's about the complete expression of who the fuck you are. Which all of which, by the way, has a forward trajectory. There's no attempt to go back to anything. There's just, there's just this realization that you have the life you create. It's either a life that you're consciously creating and fulfilling upon or acting out by default. So it's either a life that you're consciously creating and fulfilling upon or the life that you have by default, one that's mostly driven by your deepest, darkest, subconscious fears and wants. And I get it can be tricky separating those things so that you have a clear pathway ahead of you. One of your superpowers is the ability to create life. And I don't mean reproduce. I mean you actually create vignettes of life and then live them. Right? I mean, like, if you've ever seen somebody decorate a house, right? Like... And I mean like an interior decorator, like a designer, like somebody who really knows what they're doing, right? Like you really, like this is their thing. They can create an environment, a couple of sofas, two lamps, a rug, a bookcase, some knickknacks, a couple of magazines, point it all in a certain direction, and suddenly you feel like you're in another fucking world. And it's the same fucking room. You're like, oh my gosh, this is so different. Like your brain is lit up by it. That's a very simplistic creation, but you are always either creating consciously or living your life by default. One, you have a conscious experience of creating and living. And the other one, you're creating, but you have no experience of doing such a thing. You don't experience yourself creating your relationship. You don't experience yourself creating love with another. You're just reacting to imaginary threats and indulging basic wants. In other words, as I say, and I don't, know, I don't think people always get this when I'm saying this, but this is what I mean. You're not up to anything. There's no game afoot for you. 
unless it's a game of manipulation to get what you want. So you can't go back. You can only create what's next from where you are and then explore that evolution of life that you've created. So if I want to have a fucking loving relationship, I have to create love from here, not try and get back to a time when I was creating love from some other spot. I have to create love from here and explore that spectrum with another. Mostly people do what they do in loving relationships to fulfill some. Neither one they have. I love my wife because I'm somebody who realizes that when I express my love with her and my children, that's my creation. I'm not sitting there waiting for it to come back. I don't need it to come back. The real privilege for me is that I have an opportunity to do it. And my wife is not on the hook for loving my life. She's not. She's on the hook for loving her own. I want love in my life. That's a big deal for me. I express it the way I express it. But I'm pretty obvious about that shit. Like, whatever I create, I'm obvious about that. I don't, there's no fucking <laughs> hidden meanings and shit. I don't, I'm not. And I'm only ever, by the way, let me make this clear. I'm only ever talking about myself as an example for you. I'm not talking about myself as some kind of boast or flex or something. I want you to see that an ordinary human being can live in new and extraordinary ways. So when I say to you, I'm the same as you, I really want you to get, I'm the fucking same as you. And I'm not wrestling with the shit you're wrestling with anymore. I'm not. The only manipulating I do is to manipulate old thoughts and old automatic behaviors into my own creation. So you can't go back. You can only live forward. And you can only live forward as a function of creation. But your creation has to be authentically expression not some, and you've heard me talk about this thing in the past, not some give to get. Like, I'm going to do this so that I get la, 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 la. I only ever started to make money in my life when I stopped making it about making money. It was no longer about that. Like, I don't, it's not about the fucking money. The, the money's either there or it's not there. I'm still going to have to live. And I know some of you see your finances as the answer to your fucking happiness. And I used to think that way too. But I realized that I didn't have to make money to make that realization. I made that realization long before I ever made any kind of what most people would call, you know, money. I was making way fucking less than this and blissfully happy with myself and who I was and what I was about and what my relationship was about. We didn't have much at all. But I'd come to that realization that I had to find a way to create life and create the kind of life where I expressed and experienced fulfillment, whether I had money or not. And once I took that straitjacket off, once I was like, fuck this shit, fuck this, not about the money, I could see how it applied to other areas of my life. Like it's the quality of my relationship isn't about what my wife does. It's not about that. That's what she's doing. 
and I also appreciate that some of you are in relationships that are particularly dysfunctional, that there's behaviors in there that don't work. After you've done a bunch of work on yourself, and I mean a bunch, like a whole fucking bunch, I mean like a good couple of years digging and scraping and reaching and understanding and putting together and sorting through the pieces and, and coming to the conclusion somewhere in there that fucking hell, I've wasted my life trying to fix myself. When I really need to be devoting my life to expressing myself, like who I am, not who I am by default, but who I am as a created being. And I talked about this, by the way, in depth on the last episodes. If you haven't listened to the last one, the one before this, get your fucking ass back there and listen to that. And then come back to this conversation. Then you get the whole idea of going back is insanity. It's fucking insane. And it's such a limited way to live. That it only ever is what's next. What's been was an evolution of what was before that. Like this is the step. This is the landing stage. This is the platform where you launch yourself into what's next. And you never get bought off by the illusion, by the way, that when you start to uncover what's next and experience it and live it, you never get bought off by the idea that you should somehow try and capture this and keep it the way it is. Because what made that thing happen was this approach of what's next. So there's only ever what's next after that, good, bad, or indifferent. And what's next after that? And what's next after that? And that's when you can get to experience loving another in new and unexpected ways. Knowing yourself in new and unexpected ways. You don't have to get back to the way you were in your fucking 20s. It's about uncovering the fucking magic of whatever you find yourself now and expressing and exploring that. And don't get bought into the trap so that when you're in your 60s, you're like, yeah, my 20s were good, man. But I went on that exploring thing when I was in my 30s and I was really like uncovering like this love for my partner or this fucking career. And I want to get that career back. No, no, get back to exploring from where you are now. There is no going back. It's fucking absurd. It's absurd. Stop it. There's only ever the creating and fulfilling on what's next. And what's next can intimidate you. It can scare you. It can excite you. You can lament the passing of something that's been. Okay, that's fine. And there's only what's next. And what's next and what's next. And the more you take that approach on, the more you actually find it easier to let go of what's been good or bad because you get yourself vested in the future. And I don't mean sitting on the fucking couch imagining what life would be like if you won the lottery. I'm actually talking about, like, I'm going to change my career. I'm going to impact the quality of this relationship with this person I'm in this relationship with. Or I'm going to get any relationship with a person. Or I'm going... You know, I hear this all the time. Oh, how do I get over someone? I don't know. Meet somebody else. Create. There's no getting over. That's what that was. It did what it did. You got your ass kicked. I get it. But they did that. I get it. But they did that. I got it. Now what? 
the more people dwell in what shoulda, coulda, woulda happened back then, the whole point of that is to keep you in this little puddle of fucking misery to protect you from the risk of what's next. My friends, you got to step out there. Life is the unknown. Life is the uncertain. And it's your job to explore, not find a little patch and settle in there and fucking hide out from the uncertainty. There's no magic in that. There's no fucking aliveness in that. It's all safe, coddled, and ultimately bullshit. Because you never get to fully experience the magnificence of who you are. And you're fucking magnificent. And you've boiled it down to bullshit. But the magnificence is still there. And right now, by the way, here's the other thing. You could be living that life. You could be living that life. You might not have all the bits fulfilled. You might not have all the results produced, but you could be living it. But what are you waiting on? There is no fucking past. There's only now and now and now and now. And my friend, what the fuck are you doing with right now? What are you doing with it? You're either diving headlong into what's next or you're shuffling your feet. All right, we're going to go on a break. And after that break, I, I'm going to go back to taking a question from the nation this week. I got some fucking great questions in the last week, actually. So I got a humdinger of a question coming up. And I got some more news about the new audio book that is now out, by the way. It's called Sanity. Anyway, you can get audio books. You'll find it. And it's a captivating conversation. It's one that I'm so glad I was able to give you. It's over two hours of very powerful, insightful, and ultimately calming, calming content for you to dwell in and get your head straight, given the way the world is right now, okay? All right, I'll be back in a minute. Hang in there. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back from the break. I'm going to get into the question, of course, that came in recently. But I also want to talk to you a little bit more about the new audiobook, Sanity in a Time of Conspiracy, Upheaval and Pandemic. I felt as if this was a subject that I needed to get into. And it was a really fucking challenging subject for me to broach. Because, you know, I live in the United States. And this whole thing about pandemic was so imbued with conspiracy, was so imbued with politics, right? And I know that that was the case in some other countries too, but it was fucking really deep here in the United States. So I was thinking about the whole thing in a way to pick your way through it. As an average person, 
regardless of your political persuasion, how can you pick your way through this to retain some sense of yourself? Because it's so easy to get caught up in the whole thing. And I felt it was critical because with the advent of the internet and information, conspiracy has become a much, much bigger part of our lives than even it ever used to be, right? And it's always been a part of our lives. It's been around forever, right? There's been conspiracy, you know, historically going back forever, right? And the notion of upheaval of massive and significant change has been around for a long time with wars and famine and pestilence and pandemics, right? And then this final idea of pandemic, I wanted to give people something that was really powerful and something they could really utilize, but particularly because this is not the last pandemic we'll ever face. And this one isn't even over. This one's still rolling, right? It's still a big threat in many ways, particularly to certain people, okay? But that doesn't mitigate the threat. So anyway, I wanted people to be able to work through this subject in a way that would allow them to be able to separate a lot of what has infiltrated these three conversations, conspiracy, pandemic, and upheaval, and give you an opportunity just to kind of get yourself settled and know that you can handle this. And that includes, by the way, and there's a big bit in this audio book about how do you deal with relatives that are all wrapped up in it? How do you deal with, like, you know, a son, a daughter, mom, dad? Like, how do our grandparents, who are all wrapped up in this, one way or the other, right? They're hiding in a fucking closet and won't talk to anybody. Or, you know, they're fucking storming the Capitol building. Like, how do you deal with this situation and retain your sense of self, okay? And so I've done that, and and I've addressed the whole political thing in there too. Like, what you need to do to be able to get yourself some sanity in these kinds of times. So it's called Sanity in a Time of Conspiracy, Upheaval, and Pandemic. And it's available everywhere that good audio books are available. It's not available in a hardcover. It won't be available in a hardcover at this point anyway. But the audio book is out there. All right. So this message this week, you guys, is from Jerome. And Jerome says... Hello, Gary. Keep up the work. I've actually been following and listening to your work books for years since the first book. Very interesting. Good. So he says, my question is this. I'm 34. My life is pretty comfortable. House, wife, work. Yet I've been striving for more, being an inspiration to others. The step I want to take is to start my own business, which I'm already working on as well. But as part of my former contract, I cannot officially start till the end of next year, basically. The solution, starting anyway, entails a huge risk involving fines for thousands of euros. And that's right for my American audience. We've got people who listen to this podcast from all over the world, all over Europe, Australia, Canada, South America, Africa. But anyway, Jerome says, the alternative is putting my life on hold for more than a year. Also, it's, of course, scary to quit my current job and really start. Summarizing, how should I deal with this? Kind regards, Jerome. Jerome, I'm going to fucking tell you how to deal with this, my friend. Right. So, but as is typical, because I always find it interesting the way that people 
describe their situation. And particularly since, and this is important for everybody listening right now, you're not dealing with your situation. You're dealing with your description of it. Say it again for those at the back. You are not dealing with your situation. You're dealing with, struggling with how you would describe it. And I know you know how to describe it, but the trap that you're in is in the description. You're not fucked up by life. You're fucked up by how you talk about it. So, Jerome, you said the solution anyway entails a huge risk involving fines for thousands of euros. I get that. That's a reality. I don't know if it's a huge risk. It's a risk. Huge is subjective, okay? But it's a risk involving fines for thousands of euros, okay? So that's your reality. If you quit your job right now, there's the potential for being fined for doing what you're doing, okay? Because you're under contract. I get that. But the thing that interested me was you said, the alternative is putting my life on hold for more than a year. That's the trap for you. That's the self-made trap. So your life's not on hold. You're living your life. In fact, you're currently living the life that was an answer to the old life you had. So the job that you've got once upon a time was an answer to either no job or a shittier job or whatever you did before that. The job that you're in right now, that's where you turned to answer the problems of your old life. But I'm willing to wager, especially if you listen to the first half of the show, it wasn't a creation, it was a reaction. What you're up to now is more like a creation more akin to a creation. You're creating what's next in your life. What you're failing to realize is whatever you're creating next in your life, you'll always have to deal with completing whatever life has been to this point. And that's all you're doing. You're completing it. So you could be using this time to really formulate and plan and strategize to line all your ducks in a row, okay? You could really be using this time to deepen and thicken your expertise. You could really be using this time to kind of prepare for what's next. But you could also be using this time to appreciate the life that you did build, to appreciate the job that you do have, to really dwell in that this time in your life will come to a close fairly quickly, actually. And so this is an opportunity to enjoy the life you have. What's next will come because you've created it and you've taken the actions that are consistent with it and you're continuing to take the actions that are consistent with our future. This, my friend, your future is on like freaking Donkey Kong. It's happening for you. You're not sitting there, you know, whiling away the hours, hoping, wishing, and dreaming. You've not only created it, you've not only planned for it, but now you've taken actions that are consistent with it. And those are the three components, create, plan, and act. And, and by the way, you don't even need to have all the plan formulated. But given the constraint of your contract, which you signed openly, freely, because it worked for you at that time in your life, I would encourage you to complete that contract with integrity which means one of two things. You either see it to the end or you break the contract and deal with the circumstances that arise from breaking it. 
powerfully, not as a victim, but powerfully. So you either see it to the end, which has integrity, or you acknowledge you're not going to be fulfilling on it and deal with the impact. And it's not about which one's best. There's another way of looking at this, of course, which is, and this is very much how I've operated with certain things in my own life. In my life, I'll take a hit because I have faith in my ability to blow the doors off whichever hit I took in the short term. Because the freedom that I get to go and act upon the future is worth more to me than trying to avoid the hit and staying in something or staying in a situation or staying in a circumstance that limits my ability to impact what's next. So, and this is purely from my perspective, and I've done this in in my past. I'll take a short-term hit because I know that the freedom that I'll get from taking that hit and letting go of that thing will allow me to double down on what's next. It's very much an approach of mine. I don't know all your circumstances around it. You'd never want to do that in a really haphazard way. You want to do that in a way that works. So, you know, facing a fine of thousands of euros, if you can't take that hit, then you don't do that. But if you can take that hit, then do it. Fucking do it. And get into what's next right away. Where most people get messed up, Jerome, and this is where you're a little messed up, you're worried about what the best thing is to do, which is more bullshit. Each of them come with their own problem. I do know the worst thing you can do, which is nothing, is fucking sit around, waiting, which is how a lot of people live their lives, sitting around waiting for things to change. So you either go all in with the life you've got, and, you know, which includes building and creating and fulfilling on that future piece by piece by piece, or you cut and run and go for the future right now. And either way, you'll be fucking fine. You'll work it out. You'll overcome. You know, I'm a big fan of, somebody once told me that real power isn't your ability to do something. It's your ability to do it with velocity. There's not, can you do it? It's how quick can you do it? (laughs) So I'm I'm all about, I, I love a good strategy. I love a good plan. But I'm never married to it because I, I realized that it really is just a structure for me to fulfill on something. It's not going to make it happen for me, though. There's no wrong decision here unless you put something fundamental at risk. If you put something fundamental at risk, which you should never do, you're always building from a platform. You're always reaching out from a platform that you've built and you know you can back it up. And you know you could lose it, but it's okay because the main body of your life remains intact. I've had clients who were fucking doctors and CEOs and, you know, wanted to change career. And I say, okay, let's do it. And we've done it. People going off in directions that they could never have imagined. And the thing that I'm always reminding them of is not that they are a qualified doctor and you've always got that to fall back on. I say to them stuff like, you're the kind of person who was able to produce a result called a doctor. You've got that to fall back on. That is, you'll work it out. You've got a track record for working it out. 
You've got a track record for producing results. And that's the same for anybody, whether you're a fucking doctor or a bus driver or whatever. You're somebody who in whatever phases of your life you stepped up and produced for yourself. You'll do that again. And I get the hesitancy and I get the wanting to do the right thing, which I think, by the way, is more of a, an item about you that you need to start, like your measured, analyzed, and controlled approach is what's under threat here. And that's how you live your life. And I know that's how you live your life. So there's no right way to do it. And your measured, analyzed, and controlled approach doesn't like to hear that news. I get it. But that's how it is. There's no right thing to do. There's just a fucking thing you do. And whatever thing you do, you go all in and you make that thing win. You win. And if it's staying in the contract you've got, you make that life fucking amazing for the next year and a half. Amazing. And then step right in, cold, boom, new day. Or you fucking quit. And you deal with the impact of quitting. And you make that amazing. Either way, get to work, Jerome. There's no fucking around. Your job at all times is to love the life you have, not yearn for the one you don't. You can plan, you can strategize, you can act in favor of the life you want, but it's important that you fucking love the one you got because that's the one you're in. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Thank you for your brilliant question, Jerome. As usual, we'll be back next week. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. You have no idea the difference it makes when we get those little rates, reviews, and subscribes. And if you could, it would be awesome on your social media if you could share where you're getting a lot of your insights from, the well that you're currently drinking from on a weekly basis. Talk about the podcast. Let people know what we're doing over here. Because I believe what we're doing is different from what anybody's doing. I don't think you'll get a podcast like this anywhere, okay? Not that I'm a fucking brilliant student of podcasts. I'm not. I'm too busy producing content for the nation. But still... I feel as if what we're doing here is unique and it's powerful and it makes a difference. Please feel free to share, talk about, you know, point to point people in the direction of the podcast. That's it for this week. You guys have a freaking great one. I'll see you on the flip side. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.